This morning, this morning we're just going to share briefly um, on the message I've titled Dealing with Impossible Situations. Dealing with Impossible Situations. You know, and before you say anything, I know you're thinking that if, if a situation is impossible, what can you do about it? Is there any solution? Is there anything you can... If a situation has been described as impossible, then what can we do about it? Maybe you're also thinking, well, the Bible says with God, all things are possible. And hence, there's nothing impossible. Yeah, that's all true. Whatever you're thinking right now is true. But there are situations that humanly are described as impossible. Or there are situations that... In our own strength, we will not be able to accomplish. We will not be able to get results or the results that we, we want. And so there are situations that sometimes, even in the midst, we thank God for, for knowledge and medical knowledge that he has blessed us with. I've always said that the gospel is not against medicine. Believing in, um, believing in God for healing is not against medicine or it's not against science. We know that God gives us the wisdom that we have now. And everything that God did, everything we're experiencing now are things that God had already done. But as human beings, we uncover gradually the things that God has done. Years ago, malaria was killing people because they didn't have any medication for malaria. But now they have medications for malaria. And God God is using all those things to, to heal and um, to, to cure people and to deliver people from death. So um, there might be situations that are medically impossible. Medically, doctors will have given up. But with God, the Bible says all things are possible. And how do we deal with those impossible situations? <clears throat> there are situations in our lives that might be so difficult for us. In the natural sense, how do we deal with those situations? There might be burdens that we are carrying. There might be things that are on our heart that troubles us so much. How do we deal with those things that trouble us? There might be situations in our families, situations in our lives that we are believing God to change. But how do we deal with those situations? And that's what I want us to discuss. I couldn't find a better way to, 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 to put it, but to say, to say dealing with impossible situations. And so let's turn our Bibles to Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 10. This is a very popular passage that we've, we've all heard about, or we have all read at some point. In Ezekiel chapter 37, the Bible says, The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of a valley, and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord, you know. Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones, and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. That says the Lord. God to these bones. Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, 
and a sudden sudden and suddenly a rattling and the bones came together bone to bone indeed as i looked the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them over but there was no breath in them and also he said to me also he said to me prophesy to the breath prophesy to the breath prophesy oh prophesy son of man and said and say to the breath thus says the lord thus says the lord god come from the four winds o breath and and breath and breathe on these slain that they may live so i prophesied as he commanded me and the breath came into them and they lived and they stood up upon their feet and an exceedingly great army and so these dry bones that the prophet saw was actually an army. But as he lied down, as he was there, before he spoke, before he said anything, they were just dry bones. Now, just to give you a background. Now, Israel had gone through a series of losses or a series of destruction. And people, they have been taken as slaves and their, their city has been destroyed. Their sons and their daughters has been, have been taken into captivity. And Israel was, was in ruin at this time. At this point, they were not um, reflecting the glory of God. They did not represent what God has said concerning them. And this happened after a series of vision had been shown to the prophet. And so this is the time of restoration. And God was showing another vision and another, um, another vision to the prophet. And this vision was a vision for restoration. And so God carried Ezekiel in the spirit and showed him in the valley. And there was bones. And the Bible says the bones were very dry. Ezekiel said the bones that he saw was very dry. That described the state of the nation of Israel. That represented the state of the nation of Israel. And God said to the prophet, prophesy to these bones. Now, these were not just dead bodies. These were not just human beings in coma or human beings who were sick. If somebody was sick, you had a little hope that a person will get better. If somebody dies, then the hope begins to diminish. But when the person is just, when a person just died and you are there, you still have some little hope that maybe the person can come to life. And then the person does not come to life. And then you see the person, the person is going to be buried. And you're like, maybe God will perform a miracle. The person will come back to life. By the time you see the person is buried, and then you know that, oh, the miracle did not happen. This person has actually been buried. The person is actually gone. And so you lose hope. It was the same thing the prophet saw. Went into a valley. Did not just see dead bodies. Or did not just see men who were sleeping. But saw bones. The bones of men. And he says the bones were many. And they were very dry. That was like an impossible situation. How can this be? They didn't, the bones did not have any flesh. They didn't have anything that will show that they are human beings. The bones were actually scattered in the valley there was no hope maybe the prophet was thinking at that point that okay let's just put some sun and cover these bones so that it will, we will not see it again so that it will not even appear again people will not know that something ever happened here and so god asked the prophet are these bones going to leave 
And the prophet answered intelligently that God, you know it. So you look at your situation and you are like, oh, there is no hope. You look at something that has lingered on for so long and it appears like nothing is going to change because this has been the state. And at this point, medically, they are saying it's impossible. At this point, they are saying that by the physical laws of nature, it is impossible. But the Bible tells us that with God, all things are possible. And so the prophet looked at the bones and the God asked him. And God was, God at this point, when God asked, we have to learn in the, from the Bible that when God asks any man a question in the Bible, God is not trying to, or God is, does not want the man to, to teach him anything. Any question that you will ever see, many times in the Bible, you see God ask questions. Right from the time of the time of Adam, you see God ask man questions. It does not mean that God wants man to tutor him. God knows all things. So the prophet answered intelligence. So if God asks you a question, remember, it's not that God wants you to teach him anything new. Answer from the way the men of old in the scripture have answered correctly. So the prophet said, God, you knoweth. And God said, speak, prophesy to these bones. That is how you deal with the situations in your life that look impossible. The situations that look like it's a dead case. They cannot be changed. It is impossible. People and everybody around you has agreed that this situation cannot change. What do you do? You speak to that situation. So God said, God was teaching the prophet and God is teaching us how to handle things in our lives. Situations in our lives that look hopeless. That looks like they are not going to change. God wants us to speak to those situations. And God did not, God could have just commanded the bones to rise. But God has put power in our mouth. And he expects us to use that power. He expects us to speak. Somebody said Christianity is for talkers. If you believe, you don't keep quiet. If you believe, you speak. Just like you spoke your way into salvation. You had to confess and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. God wants us to speak to things. He wants us to speak to situations. And so God was teaching the prophet what he had to do when he is confronted by a situation that looks dead. When you're confronted by a situation that looks impossible, this is how you handle it. You prophesy. You speak the word of God. And so God told the prophet, speak to the dry bones and command that you dry bones hear the word of God. This were just bones. The bones, naturally we will say the bones does not have ears. Naturally we, we will say the bones does not have the ability to hear and to respond to things. But spiritually all things have ears and they respond. Spiritually everything and every situation has ears. And so God said, speak to the bones. The prophet did not question God. How can I speak to bones? Are they going to hear me? How can the bones hear me? The prophet just obeyed the word. And he spoke. And he says, you dry bones, hear the word of God. And did the dry bones hear the word of God? They did. They responded. And the prophet began to see the change. And the situation that before this time was impossible, the situation began to change. According to the word of the prophet, God commanded the prophet to speak and the prophet spoke to the bones. There might be situations in our life 
from today, we have to begin to speak to those situations. Things in our life that we desire to change, we have to begin speaking to those things. Things in the lives of people that we love and we want to see those things change. We have to begin to speak to those things. How do you handle impossible situations? You speak to those situations. I said, I have said so many times that you look in the life of Jesus Christ when he was confronted by any situation. Every miracle that Jesus ever performed came through speaking. After he lays his hands on a, a situation, he, sp- he spoke a word. And so as people who have the nature of God, we have to learn to speak to things. If you are going to deal with situations in your life, if you are going to see change in the situations that you have, you have to learn to speak to those situations. Because spiritually, every situation has ears. Spiritually, everything answers to the word of God. Everything in your life, everything in this world will answer to the word of God. If you speak the word of God. The bones, these dry bones that were in the valley was actually an army but it would have remained dry bones if the prophet did not speak there are situations in your life that are meant to reflect the glory of god but they will remain as they are if you don't speak to those situations as children of god we learn to have the nature and the character of god we learn to walk in the power of god and one of the things that we see in the scripture is speaking people who want to rationalize things and make sense out of everything will discount the effect of speaking but if you look in the bible carefully you will not discount the effect of speaking and speaking the right thing to your situation there are things that we don't have to rationalize in fact you cannot rationalize spiritual things it is impossible to use your mind to explain spiritual things it will take the revelation of God. And so we are living in a dispensation where wisdom has been exalted. It is good that we follow wisdom. It is good that we desire to, to follow wisdom or desire to be wise. But let not your wisdom oppose the wisdom of God. Because the wisdom of man and the wisdom of this world is limited and it's far below in rank. It's far below the wisdom of God. And so as people... We learn to speak to situations. Maybe you are speaking to a situation, but it has not changed yet. Keep speaking to that situation because Christianity is for talkers. Christianity is not for people who keep their mouth quiet. When you are confronted by any situation, no matter how long it takes, continue to speak to the situation. Because I personally, I believe there is no situation that, is, that cannot be reversed. There is no situation. And I want that to be the foundation of your faith. That you get to any point in your life that you can say there is no situation in my life that cannot be reversed. In John chapter 11, when Jesus came to the, the, to, to the, the, the tomb of Lazarus, the Bible tells us that Jesus again groaning in himself came to the tomb. It was a cave. And a stone laid against it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said, Lord, 
By this time, there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. And so, as far as matter is concerned, the situation at this point is impossible. When he was dead, when he was sick, I'm sorry, his matter sent that they should call Jesus Christ. At this point, Martha had hope that if Jesus should come when Lazarus was sick, then Lazarus will be revived and he will be healed and he will be well again. Or when Lazarus died, immediately he died. If Jesus showed up at that time, then maybe Jesus would have been able to raise him back again. That was Martha's faith because at least Martha had heard that Jesus had raised a couple of people. But up to this point, it had not been recorded that somebody died and was buried and came back to life. And so Martha's faith that the situation can change or the situation will turn around had faded away. And so she was confronted by a situation that in her own eyes, it was impossible. It wasn't going to change. And it was hoping that in the future, when we, all, when we all meet Jesus again, then he will see his brother. But Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Then they, said, then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you, you've heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of this people standing... Who are standing here, <clears throat> who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now, when he has said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who was dead came out bound, bound hand and with foot, with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with cloth cloth and jesus said to them lose him and let him go the connection between the dead and life how did the impossible situation come back to life how did the dead respond to the word of god how because when somebody dies you think that the person cannot hear again but lazarus responded to the word of god because jesus spoke to the dead jesus did not consider that the man was dead and could not hear. Rationally, he would have said, this man is dead, he cannot hear. But Jesus spoke the word of God. There are things in your life that you think that cannot hear. There are situations in your life that you think cannot hear. There are problems that you are facing right now, crisis and things that you are going through right now. You think that they cannot hear. But if you will speak the word of God, that dead situation will come back to life. If you will speak the word of God to that situation, that situation will change and will respond to the word of God. Everything in your life responds to the word of God. And you must command everything in your life to hear the word of God. Just like the prophet said, you dry bones, hear the word of God. You might point to that problem in your life that you are facing and tell it to hear the word of God. If you don't have any challenge at this moment, take this word, save it somewhere. When you are confronted with any challenge, anything that you desire to change, don't stop talking the word of God. Just keep speaking the word of God to that situation. No matter how long it's going to take you, 
Continue to believe that as you are speaking the word of God, the situation is hearing the word of God and the situation will respond. Everything in nature responds to the word of God. And Jesus Christ, when he came on earth, demonstrated to us that every single thing in nature responds to his word. He spoke to the wind. He spoke to sicknesses. He spoke to demons. He spoke to almost everything that you can think about. It responded to the word. And so you must know that every situation that you are going through will respond to God's word. Speak to that situation. Don't believe that this situation is impossible. I hear men say sometimes, this is not an issue of prayer. There is no situation that is not an issue of prayer. There is no situation that will not respond to prayer. Every single situation, everything you can ever think about on earth can, will respond to prayer. Everything that you can ever experience on earth will respond to the word of God. It is in the nature of God to speak to things. And as people of God, we must have that nature of speaking to things. Let's not keep quiet. Let's set time aside when we pray to speak to situations to change, to speak to things in our lives that are tormenting us and are tormenting the people we love. We speak to those situations and believe that no matter what, those situations will respond to the word of God. I want this to be the foundation of your faith, that you will speak to things in your life. You speak to things and they will respond. In Mark chapter 11, Jesus Christ was trying to teach his disciples this principle. Was trying to teach his disciples how to walk in the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith is the faith that speaks. And we see that. In Mark chapter 11, Bible says, Now the next day, when they had come out of Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came on it, he found nothing but leaves, but it was, <clears throat> for it was not the season of figs. In response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. Now, this action, when you think about it, when people read the Bible and they come to this point, wonder, oh, Jesus was hungry. He wanted food to eat. Why did he just curse an innocent fig tree because there was no tree? And again, the Bible had even said that it was not the season for fig for uh, for figs. So why would Jesus still curse the tree? But every um, this action that Jesus Christ did was symbolic. It was a message that Jesus had for Israel. So it was symbolic. Jesus did not just come to the fig tree. And speak to the victory. But this was symbolic. And again, this was an opportunity for Jesus Christ to teach his disciples a very important principle. And so Jesus spoke to the tree. And the Bible tells us that his disciples had him. They all had it when he spoke to the tree. And when you come to verse 20, the Bible says, Now in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the root. And Peter Remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said, have faith in God. The correct translation, the correct Greek translation of this word, have faith in God, is have the God kind of faith. 
So Jesus desires his disciples to have the God kind of faith. And he says, for surely I say to you, whoever shall say to this mountain. And again, when Jesus Christ says, whoever shall say to this mountain, he wasn't talking about a specific mountain. But whatever that mountain is in your life, whatever thing that represents a mountain in your life, whatever thing that represents an obstruction, a distraction, whatever thing that represents something that is obstructing you from getting where God has, has um, God wants you to get, whatever thing that has been in your way and is preventing you from demonstrating and displaying the glory of God. The Bible says, For assuredly, if you will say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea. Now, commanding a mountain to be removed and cast into the sea looks impossible. But Jesus again is teaching us, this is how you deal with situations that look impossible to the natural sense. You speak. So he says, whoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. And does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Again, look at how the conversation started. He started by talking about a mountain. Now he ends by saying he will have whatever he says. So it wasn't just about a mountain, but Jesus was teaching his disciples an important principle. The truth of the matter is, as you continue to say it, your heart continues to believe it. And your, your faith continues to increase. And it sinks into your heart. And you believe. Now you get to the point where you believe with no shadow of doubt in what you are saying. And that is why it is important to continue speaking. Speak to those situations. Speak to the mountain. The Bible says, if you would not have any doubt in your heart. Maybe when you start speaking, you will have doubt. But as you continue speaking and speaking and speaking, you get to the point where there's no doubt in your heart that what you are saying will come to pass. And that's why he says, whoever shall say and will not have doubt, the person will have whatever he says. So verse 24, he says, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe them. And you shall receive them. And so Jesus was teaching his disciples to have the God kind of faith. What does the God kind of faith do? The God kind of faith speaks to situations. In the natural sense, you would say that a tree has no ears. How can the tree hear the voice of Jesus Christ? The tree had. How do we know the tree had? Because the tree responded to what Jesus Christ said. So there might be things in your life that looks like they have no ears. They cannot hear when you speak to them. But you have to speak the word of God because everything in your life will respond to the word of God. It should be the foundation of your faith. Don't just keep quiet. In fact, when we go through crisis and we go through difficult situations, sometimes we speak, but we don't speak the right things. But instead of just speaking and not speaking the right thing, rather say what the word of God says concerning the situation. Speak to that situation. It might be a condition where medically they have declared that this is the situation. It is impossible. Believe that with God, all things are possible. There is nothing that cannot be changed. Let this be the foundation of your faith. Let your faith be based on the foundation that nothing in my life 
There is nothing in my life that will not respond to the word of God. All things in my life respond to the word of God. Let this be the foundation of your faith. Maybe you are speaking, you are not seeing any change. So you are being for, you, are, you are frustrated. Keep speaking. It does not cost you anything. After all, the situation has been declared impossible. So what else can you do? Speak the word of God. Continue speaking the word of God. You have nothing to lose. Believe and continue speaking the word of God. But the truth of the matter is, if you speak the word and believe it, and you continue to speak it, that situation will respond to the word of God. That situation will hear the word of God. Just like the dry bones had the word of God. There are situations in your life that is meant to bring glory to God. But if you don't speak, if you keep quiet and you don't talk about, you don't talk to those situations, the army will remain dry bones. There are things in your life that is actually an army. But if you don't prophesy to those things, they will remain dry bones. But they were meant to be an army to the glory of God. Speak to those situations. Dealing with impossible situations. The way you deal with impossible situations is to speak to those situations. And so when Jesus Christ taught his disciples to have the God kind of faith, he was taking them back to Genesis. What did God do when there was darkness? What did God do when the, world, the earth was without form and void? The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, that in the beginning, God created the heavens. Now, between Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 2, they tell us that there is a long, there's some large number, there's a, um, a large number of years. There's something happened between Genesis chapter 1 and chapter, um, chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 2. Because it is not in the nature of God to create something that is dark. It is not in the nature of God to create something that is without form and void. And so, theologians believe that between verse 1 and verse 2, there could be thousands of years. But there's something that happened. And many people believe that the casting down of the devil, Satan, happened between verse 1 and verse 2. And that's what caused and brought about the darkness. And those things are theologies and the theology and, and things that people are saying. And so in the beginning, God created heavens and the earth. The Bible tells us that the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So the Spirit of God is there and is present with you. In the midst of the darkness, in the midst of the void situation, in the midst of the situation that does not bring glory to God, that does not conform to the nature of God, the Spirit of God is still there with you. The Spirit of God just being with you didn't change the situation. The presence of the Holy Spirit in the midst of the void and darkness did not change the situation. The Spirit of God was just moving and hovering upon the face of the words. So you have the anointing, you have the power of God, you have the word of God. It is still there, but nothing is changing. Why? Because you have not said anything yet. So the anointing is still with you. The power of God is still with you. You have a very great measure or the full measure of the Holy Spirit, but nothing is changing. Why? Because you have not said anything yet. So the Spirit of God was just hovering upon the face of the water. 
and God said, let there be light. And the Bible says there was light because everything responds to the word of God. Out of nothingness, light came. Light just came through the word. God did not take mortar and cement and uh, maybe electric wire and then bulb and then created something and then put it there as light. Out of nothingness, light came. There might be situations in your life that are nothing. But out of those situations, God is able to create something. And so if God, the whole world, was created out of nothing, there was nothing, and God spoke, and things started coming into being. That is the nature of God. When there is nothing, He speaks, and the things start coming. There was nothing. It was empty. It was void. There was darkness. And God spoke, and things started coming. In your life, in your nothingness, you have to speak. Learn to speak. And out of those nothingness, God will begin to create things. And things will begin to come into existence. And so don't worry about things so much. Don't be anxious about things. Instead of being anxious, whenever you think about something and it brings you fear, speak the word. Sometimes I'm driving, I'm just speaking, I'm speaking out loud. I'm sure when somebody sees me speaking that way, the person will think that I'm mad. But when I'm driving, sometimes I'm alone. I'm just speaking to situations in my life. The things that I desire to see change. Sometimes I'm walking on the street. I'm taking a walk and I'm just speaking by myself. I'm speaking to things. And, and sometimes things come into my mind. And a situation I don't desire. I don't want to see it happen. I don't want to see the results that way. I was, and the thing comes into my mind as I'm walking on the street. I begin to speak and speak and speak those things. You must have time in your life that you speak to situations. Time in your day you set aside speaking to situations to see change. Me when I'm usually when I'm walking, when I'm driving, and I'm driving alone, then I'm speaking. I'm speaking to things. I'm talking to situations. Because there are things in my life that I don't want to see them that way. And when I pray, and I pray, when I get up to pray, I speak to those situations to change and to respond to the word of God. When I do that, I'm not being a fanatic, no. But I'm actually doing what God did in the beginning. He spoke. There was no light. There was nothing. There was no sun. There was no moon. And he spoke. And all those things came into being. Out of nothing. And the Bible says by faith. We believe that the world was created out of words. The whole world was created out of God's words. And so if we are children of God. And we have the nature of God. Then we need to have the character. And the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith is the faith that speaks to things. And so if you're going to be able to deal with the impossible situation in your life, you must learn to speak to those situations. It might not make sense, but you have to continue speaking to those situations. Until you see a change, you don't have to stop speaking. Until you see the situation respond to the word of God, you don't have to stop speaking. Continue on talking. Keep talking to the situation. That is how you deal with impossible situations. Things that men have have. Um, classified as impossible you deal with it as a child of god by speaking to those things you have to believe that with god nothing is impossible the bible tells us that with god all things are possible there might be things that are impossible with men but the bible tells us that with god all things are possible
In Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, the Bible says, Jesus looked at them and said to them, With men, this is impossible. But with God, how many things? All things are possible. And that must be the foundation of your faith. If, you're, if you believe in God, then don't ever limit God. Don't ever limit what God can do in your life. I personally believe with all my heart, there is nothing that is not reversible. There is nothing that cannot be reversed. There is no situation that cannot be changed. Please, let this be the foundation of your faith. You will never get to the point where you say, at this point, God cannot help me. At this point, God cannot do anything for me. Let this be the foundation of your faith. Speak to your situation. Even if it doesn't make sense in the natural Jesus Christ spoke to a, a tree. So you are just being like Jesus Christ. If you speak to a situation and it doesn't look like it makes sense. God carried a prophet in the spirit, taught him to speak to dry bones. It does not make sense. But the dry bones responded when the prophet obeyed. And the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it says, And since we have the same spirit, according to what is written, I believe and therefore I spoke. We also believe, therefore, what do we do? We speak. If you believe in God, you have to speak. Speak to that impossible situation and continue to believe. Continue speaking. Don't just stop speaking. Some people have discounted the importance of speaking as a Christian. But if you pay attention to the scripture, all, every time, every time the scripture encourages believers to speak, if you really pay attention to scripture, there is nothing Jesus Christ did on earth without speaking. When he was going to heal somebody, he spoke. When he was going to raise the dead, he spoke. When he was going to turn water into wine, he spoke. He gave instructions and they followed him. Everything Jesus ever did that was recorded, he spoke. And so it is in the nature of God. If the whole world was created out of speaking, I don't know where... At what point the effect of speaking became unimportant? But if you have the nature and the character of God, speaking is important. Speaking to situation. As you hear the word of God, believe the word of God, you have to speak. And it has to be part of your character. It has to be part of your life that you speak to situations. You talk to situations and believe them to change. This is a godly and a spiritual principle. Even secular people are learning from this principle. And they will say, talk positively. Speak positively. Don't talk negatively. Secular people think that this works. How much more believers? The secular people say these things, talk positive thinking, positive speech, and all those things. And their foundation is not on Christ. But for those of us who have our foundation in Christ, we don't have to negate this principle. Some people will teach you that, oh, God will do what he will do. Let's go to bed. God could have caused the bones, the dry bones, to come back to life. But God has given dominion to man. When God created the whole earth, the Bible says he told Adam to dominate the earth. The earth belongs to man. God gave it to man to dominate and to take authority over things. And so God taught the prophet to speak. Jesus taught his disciples to speak to the tree. 
And today, as children of God, we have to learn this principle of speaking to situations. You have to continue to speak to your, your situation till it changes. Every situation in your life will respond to the word of God. If you have faith as a child of God, the God kind of faith is the faith that speaks. The God kind of faith does not keep silence. When you're going through crisis, when you're going through a difficult situation, the God kind of faith does not just keep quiet. The God kind of faith speaks. And so let's practice the habit of speaking. Let it be part of your spiritual principles. That when you are confronted by problems and situations, when there are things that are in your life that are lingering and it looks like it's taking so long for those things to change, speak them into being. Speak them out of nothingness. The world was created by the words of God. And if we are children of God and we have the nature of God, we need to behave like God. When there's nothingness, we speak. When we want to get things done, we speak. When we want things to change, we speak. Dealing with impossible situation. The way to deal with that situation that it looks impossible it is, is to speak to the situation. I pray that this will form part of your spiritual principles and the foundation of your faith will be, will be embedded in your heart to talk and continue on talking and don't give up talking until you see the situation change in jesus mighty name amen shall we pray <clears throat> father in the name of jesus we thank you we thank you lord for teaching us the spiritual principle in your word to speak to things and to speak to problems to speak to everything around us to conform to the word of god we know that all things around, around us will hear the word of God and they will respond to the word of God. Father, we declare any situation in, any, in anybody's life right now. We speak the word of God and we say, you dry bones, hear the word of God now and respond in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Father, we will walk in this revelation that we will learn to operate in the God kind of faith. In the midst of everything that we go through. We pray that we will not lose our faith. But we will declare that because we believe. We will continue to speak. Thank you for your word this morning. In Jesus mighty name. Amen.